0: The intention there is to make the other person feel better, right? right? You just want to make the other person feel better. But what I learned through um, through Brene Brown's work is that your response isn't actually s- supposed to make the f- person feel better. It's unlikely that it will make the person feel better. But just by you understanding and giving them that space, um, that is really what true empathy is, actually listening, trying to understand, not necessarily trying to make the person feel better.
1: Right. right, right. And in doing so, you're really like negating the, or diminishing the feelings that they're having, which is like, it, it's hard to do too. I mean, I uh, some of the examples that she gave, I was thinking about times where, you know, maybe someone has shared like a big loss that they've suffered. And, you know, usually... Yeah, like, oh, you know, it, things are going to get better and don't worry because da-da-da. And it's like... No. Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe. Sydney, Australia and Puerto Rico to be exact. And we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate. And I'm Nicole, and welcome back to another Candid Conversation with Us. Each
0: week, we bring you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move
1: ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hi, Nicole. Hello, Kate. How are you?
0: I'm great. After seeing you, it's been a minute, I
1: suppose, since we last got on the mic. Yes, actually, we were, I could not figure out why I didn't feel like it had been that long this time, and it's because we did a webinar together just a couple days ago. I know, that was so awesome. Oh. Yes, yeah, super fun. We got to use the amazing Webinar Ninja platform to host oh. the podcast masterclass. And your community is so great. You guys are so great. Uh, what was it, 6 a.m. for you? We did it at 6 a.m., yeah. <laughs> it was a and 6 a.m. webinar. the start time. So what time did you guys
0: wake up? Uh, we would have been up around, I got up at, I think, quarter to five.
1: <laughs> oh you guys are such champions thank you oh, so much that was really no, awesome
0: thank you i mean gosh john had so much energy and it was so great to see you come on the mic as well so it was a lot of fun i was yeah. that went really really well and
1: everyone loved you guys so much so much good value Aww. if anyone's looking for a webinar software platform <laughs> webinar ninja is amazing
0: <laughs> Aww, yay you, you were-
1: guys Oh, thank you. Thank you for giving up your time.
0: Yeah. yeah. So we did see, I suppose we connected this week, but um, just having that week off just felt like, oh, where's Kate?
1: <laughs> I miss yeah. her. Yeah. And we're going to, we're about to have another week off too. So mm-hmm. we really got to get our time in together today, which we have. We've already been chatting for almost 40 minutes offline. <laughs> I know. I, gosh, that's true. 40 minutes has passed. Okay. Ooh, we've better get into the yeah. conversation. <laughs> We're good. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. But I am excited <laughs> for today's topic, which is all about empathy. And we're going to be talking about the definition of empathy, what it means. Um, we'll be talking about our own experiences with empathy, how, uh, how we see ourselves as empathetic or not, and also how empathy is different from sympathy, which I thought was a very interesting point. Brought up by our friend Brene Brown. So, Nicole, do you want to start us off with a definition? Yeah, let's um, let's define it because I
0: had for the longest time thought I knew what empathy was, but I suppose I probably got it mixed up with sympathy. So, the first thing that I think is interesting about Brene Brown's definition is that she defines it as a skill and it's the ability to tap into your own feelings in order to connect with the experience that another person is relating to you. So I love what I love about this definition is that first of all, that it's a skill because I think of a skill as something that we can practice and that we can get better at. And Mm -hmm. she mentions too, that it's not something that is innate or necessarily intuitive, um, so that surprised me about the definition for starters. Yeah. And the second thing that I think is really interesting about her definition, which I hadn't thought of, is that you have to, you have, to have the ability to be aware of your own emotions and tap into your own feelings um, in order to understand or better understand um, perhaps what the other person is going through. So if you're not able to be empathetic with yourself – then it's hard for you to show empathy to others.
1: Yeah, uh, I totally agree with you. I'm so happy that you brought up Renee Brown in this topic, because when we first decided to talk about empathy, like she, that was not even on my radar. And after diving into some of her content, um, you know, she talks in length about it, in depth about it, and the four qualities of empathy that she lays out, which I know we're going to be talking about more as we get into today's episode, um, were very, very interesting to me. And Like you, I always kind of had a general idea or sense of what empathy meant, but to I don't really know how I would have defined it. I guess just being able to be sympathetic, which she also focuses on, as we alluded to in the introduction, how empathy and sympathy are almost like opposites Mm. and that she says empathy fuels connection sympathy drives disconnection. So that, yeah, I'm totally on the same page as you as like, even just preparing for this episode. I feel like I've learned so much. I know I'm going to learn so much more during our conversation today. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember as a kid in school or growing
0: up, if, you know, the word came up as like, oh, and identifying, oh, this is a moment when we're experiencing empathy. I don't have that recollection, but again, my memory is pretty bad. (laughs) So I don't know if you had those experiences, like being taught or shown, like this is, you know, an opportunity to, I guess when teachers tell you, how would you feel if, you know, Mm. so-and-so did that to you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like, I don't know that I could call out one single situation or scenario, but I think I've always just held it like, and we were talking about this before we we hit record, like, is empathy a skill? Is it a value? Like, where, where does this fall? And I guess when I think back to situations or scenarios when I might have kind of called on my emotions or, you know, something bigger to say like, okay, I want to tap into this right now to help emotionally support the other person that I'm talking to or a group of people or whatever it might be, that's just always been a value of mine. Mm -hmm. When I'm with someone and they're sharing something that's deeply personal, emotional, um, an experience that they've had, to me, it's very important that I'm able to connect with that in some Mm -hmm. way. And so I think without knowing that that's what I was doing, like I've always kind of personally been in a space where I want to provide that to people Mm -hmm. because I know when people provide that for me, it feels really good. It feels great to know that somebody else is not just trying to support you, but they're actually trying to understand what it is Mm -hmm. that you're going through and not the whole, like, you know, she kind of goes a deep dive into different scenarios of like how you might respond to or verb- even, you know, verbally respond to being yes. sympathetic with someone versus being empathetic with them. And, you know, that has just, it's just always been something that I'm interested in accomplishing and being yeah. good at. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. And I think when you said
0: understand, that's something that what came out of researching this more and reading her book the book that i read of hers is called, I thought it was just me, but isn't. It has a subtitle making the journey from what will people think to I am enough. So we'll link up to it in the show notes. But where I wanted to talk about what you just said was that the idea of understanding what the person is going through and the response, I think where I've reading and learning more about it I kind of reflected on my on you know the past and thinking oh I probably responded in ways that weren't appropriate or and and it's not something that's intentional or you know like the example that she gives when someone shares something that's like something that they're going through and the response starts with well at least Mm-hmm. It's not this, yeah. like, you know, my marriage is is an example. My marriage is is falling apart right now. And someone would turn around and say, well, at least you're married, you know. Right. And I think, I wonder if I've done that in the past, because I, I feel like probably I have maybe as a teenager or whatever in my 20s. The intention there is to make the other person feel better, right? right. You just want to make the other person feel better. But what I learned through, um, through Brene Brown's work is that, Your response isn't actually supposed to make the person feel better. It's unlikely that it will make the person feel better. But Mm -hmm. just by you understanding and giving them that space, um, that is really what true empathy is. Actually listening, trying to understand, not necessarily trying to make the person feel better.
1: Right. Right, right. And in doing so, you're really like negating or diminishing the feelings that they're Mm -hmm. having, which is like, it's hard to do too. I mean, I, uh, some of the examples that she gave, I was thinking about times where, you know, maybe someone has shared like a big loss that they've suffered and, you know, usually like, oh, you know, things are going to get better and Mm -hmm. don't worry because (laughs) da, da, da. And it's like, no, if I think about the times that I've suffered a loss, like, I know that things will get better, but right now I feel really crappy and Mm -hmm. I'm sad. And I, like, I don't need someone to like bring, shower me with all this positivity. Like right now I want someone who can relate to me and say, understand what you're going through and I'm really sorry for your loss. What do you say to someone who is sharing with you that they've just experienced a, a major loss or, is is going through a tough time or sharing something like that with you? So, yeah, it's uh, not easy, no. Because I think
0: if you do focus on worrying about what the appropriate response is, of course there is an appropriate. You know, once the opportunity you know presents itself to enter in, you know that moment where you're someone's sharing something and there's a moment for empathy, there is an appropriate response. But rather than focusing on that. I think it's more about listening because I think if you start to focus on what should I say, Mm. it kind of, then you stop actually paying attention to where the person is at and and what they're experiencing, what
1: they're sharing, what they're relating to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, as we go into this, I know that you and I, Really enjoy getting into these conversations and talking this out because we learn so much about it. But I, I mean, for context, like I, I'm passionate about this topic and I wanted to talk about empathy because I just think that as a a human being, as an individual, as someone who wants to contribute to their community, um, who wants to have better relationships, be a better friend, um, be a better partner, be a better leader, be a better, you know, business person. I think that empathy is a skill that can do so much that can. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means so much. And so for me, that's why it's important to me. And, and I know that you've had experiences where you've done like these deep dives into empathy and, and you mentioned even kind of like a business example that I'm excited to hear more about because I, I still haven't actually heard what the, the full okay. breadth of it was. Let me, yeah. Um, so the way my journey into learning
0: about empathy started, it was probably about a year ago. I think I've talked to you about my friend, Michelle, who lives in Mm. Denmark. She's an American who lives, he's living in Denmark. Uh, She runs a SaaS company and she recently, last year, published a book uh, called Deploy Empathy. Her and I catch up once a month and she mentioned a book the one that I that I referred to before. I, th- I thought it was just me, but isn't. And she must have been reading this book in preparation for writing her own book. And the, the premise of the book, which I got really passionate about, because when I first met Michelle, I met her at a conference, and she did a, a short talk on interviewing customers. And for some reason, I just got really fired up and interested in the whole idea of talking to customers so that you can make a better product, you can fix problems, you can get feedback, uh, you can, you know, build better features, all of that. And so I've just been going down this path of really understanding, you know, the importance of empathy, understanding that it is a skill. It's something that I can get better at. And so after I read her book, I decided to start interviewing our customers. Honestly, at the time when I was doing that, it was just so much fun. I had so much, I got so much out of talking to customers. And of course what she talks about in her book, which is one of the fundamentals of empathy is that you spend more time listening. Mm -hmm. And through that listening, you really get to connect, understand and hear what that person
1: is going through, what they're experiencing. I think that's awesome. I can definitely see from like a business perspective how valuable it would be to be able to connect with your customers in that way to I mean, look, as business owners and entrepreneurs, we put a lot of time and care and money and everything into what we create. And then sometimes to hear a customer just say like, well, your platform doesn't work and I don't like it. And it's not easy to use. Like those can be for the human brain just, you know, and the human emotion, uh, a very quick trigger to be like, defensive and, Mm -hmm. you know, and to just not understand where your customer is coming from. So I can see how having those conversations could be so beneficial in improving your products, your services, um, even, you know, how you interact overall with your customers. Mm -hmm. I mean, imagine from a customer standpoint, we've all had those experiences when we reach out to a support um, for a a product or service or whatever we're using and we actually get a reply back with someone who's super helpful and is like, I totally understand. Let me take care of that for you. That feels amazing. Like, I want that in every customer interaction that I have. Um, Um, So uh, yeah, that's really cool. We'll definitely link up to that book as well, Deploy Empathy. All right, Nicole. So earlier in the episode, we referenced Brene Brown's work and her diving deep on the four qualities of empathy. So why don't we take a deeper look at those uh, for the remainder of our time together today? Let's do it. (laughs) Okay, so the first one is what Brene refers to as perspective-taking, so hyphenated perspective-taking. And she says that in order to be empathetic, we must be willing to recognize and acknowledge our own lens, the view that we have on the world, and attempt to see the situation that someone is experiencing through their lens. So this is kind of goes back to what you were saying and and both of our kind of definition of it, I guess, realizing that you have to be able to recognize your own thoughts and feelings about something. Mm -hmm. And then from my perspective, personally, when I was reading through, you know, kind of her work and, and what she's said about it, I kind of got the feeling that then there comes a time where you are connecting to that, but you almost have to be able to take yourself out of that in a way too, because you have to be able to see it from the other side. Is that kind of what you got as well? Yeah. That idea that my perspective is
0: actually just one perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if I think about like when I was talking, I can use the example when I was talking to customers, I have to recognize going into those conversations um, because I'm trying to focus on their perspective that knee jerk defensive reaction that might come up if somebody shares you know an experience that maybe wasn't so positive my my perspective would be well oh it happened this happened you know you had that experience because of this, this, and this, Mm -hmm. um, my, you know, my reaction would be to defend and explain and justify, but recognizing that, well, that's my view of things. I need to take myself away from that. Otherwise I'm not going to hear the other, the, in this case, the customer's perspective with a completely objective view and really hear what they're saying. Because I'm just, my lens is, I'm just seeing it through the filter of like, oh, well, you're only seeing it that way because you don't understand that this is how it's built in, in the back end. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about software and technology here. So that was really clear to me uh, in the, in that experience that I have to recognize that my view is one view. And if I'm really going to try and see another person's perspective, I have to
1: distance myself, which is so hard, right? Yeah, it really is. Because again, I think that it's just part of our nature to defend. Mm -hmm. and especially when it's around something that you've created like because you know how awesome the thing is and you know that everything again everything that's gone into it um, so yeah definitely can be super difficult Um, but that's why you know both of us I think we're like glad to see that empathy is a skill because a skill you can improve you can work on it you can you know get better at it so okay so that's number one Um, number two is Non judgment. And Brene writes about this often our need to judge others is deeply motivated by our need to evaluate our own abilities, beliefs, and values. This one,
0: this one was tough. I mean, this one I recognized how it's so easy to fall into judgment. But what I understood from this was that when you're in that judgment mode, you're probably in that mode because you're trying to make yourself feel better.
1: Yeah, I think that especially in our world today with online and social media and technology and all of that, judgment has become like such a core uh, subconscious. And we've talked about judgment in other episodes, right? It's almost like a subconscious thing that we need to start, calling ourselves out on in order Mm -hmm. to even realize when we're doing it. And I think that that is especially prone to happening in conversations. Somebody says something and immediately a knee jerk judgment or reaction is to think like, oh, they're experiencing that because of X, Y, and Z, and I don't do X, Y, and Z. So therefore, that's why they're in that position, or that's why that's happening in their world or whatever it might be.
0: I think what I took away from this too, when she mentions like, we're trying to evaluate our own values. If, Let's say, for example, you you might judge someone based on, oh, they're so flashy, they're showing off their, their wealth. That's not cool. What I understood from this is that it could be an indicator of like, well, actually, that's something you value. You know, maybe your financial mm. situation isn't where you want it to be. Or maybe you feel insecure about, you know, your own situation there. And so in some ways... Um, some of the comments you might make or some of the feelings that you might have towards it actually uh, not really about the person or what you're seeing or what they're doing. It's more an indication of like, oh, you know, like right now I feel pretty crap about my finances, you know? And so seeing this person just flaunting their wealth is just making it, 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 is, is not making me feel really good right now.
1: Right it's really in relation to only your perspective. Yeah,
0: and then that creates more disconnect, right? And so to the at the top of the episode you 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 mentioned that empathy is about connection versus disconnection. And so mm-hmm. in that moment I'm just like really feeling let's say I'm that person that's pointing out, you know, someone flaunting out, flaunting their wealth and I'm feeling cra- crappy about it. That's making me feel quite alone and isolated and mm. not able to connect with that person in that moment.
1: I, l- I love that she breaks it down like this. It really like gives you a very great perspective on <laughs> what this is all about. <laughs> well, you realize how much there is to it as well. Right, right. Okay, so that was number two. Number three is understanding another person's feelings. Um, So in order to do this, you have to recognize and be in touch with your own feelings and emotions first. Um, This is going back to we've, you know, kind of hashed this out several times in the episode Mm -hmm. already Mm -hmm. is being able to understand another person's feelings through an experience that you've had is kind of how I um, unpacked this for myself is that. To truly understand another person's feelings, you're able to take yourself to a place where you can relate to that in some way in order to understand what that person is feeling. But it doesn't have to be what I
0: got from it too, is that it doesn't have to be that you've had the exact same experience. Right, And that's probably where people might get tripped up or feel like, oh, I haven't had that experience. I wouldn't know. And so that opportunity, if someone's sharing something that maybe you feel is unfamiliar, really it's not about the actual experience per se. It's tapping into... Well, what did did that experience actually um, mean to that person? It made them feel alone. Mm -hmm. It made them feel sad. It made them feel a sense of loss, a sense of grief, recognizing then – oh, I've had those experiences, maybe something similar happened where I felt mm-hmm. lost, I felt grief, I felt alone, allows for that that connection, which I thought was a pretty interesting distinction because I probably would have thought if I can't relate to that experience exactly, then I've got nothing to say, which
1: is far yeah. from the
0: truth. We can all really connect.
1: Yeah. We can all relate. <laughs> <laughs> we can all relate. <laughs> On some level. <laughs> Okay, and the fourth one is being able to communicate that understanding. So that's kind of picking up on the others, right? One, two, and three. You've done your perspective taking, um, you're staying out of judgment, non judgment, you're recognizing that emotion in the other person, you're understanding that person's feelings. And on the heels of that, you're being able to communicate that understanding. So now actually being able to go back to the person and instead of saying, oh, well, at least you're married, say, I'm very sorry that you're going through this experience. I can imagine that it's really difficult because there's probably a lot of tension and frustration and anger and I'm here for you.
0: Or just like, that must be, you're having a tough time, you know, thanks for sharing that. I I don't feel, I didn't feel overwhelmed when I read this because it just made me reflect on like how I can do this better. And Mm -hmm. which I think is great. You know, I think we can practice it and it applies to so many areas of our life. Like you said, relationships, work, friendships.
1: I totally agree, Nicole, and I'm so glad that we had this conversation today. Even just unpacking stuff kind of made me realize some of the thoughts and things and situations and experiences that I've had where I probably could have handled them a bit differently. And that's how we learn, right? That's how we um, continue to improve our skills. All right, friends. Well, as we close out today's chat on empathy, we hope that you've picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most.
0: And friends, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time.